Hi guys, and welcome to episode two of the Atlas Weekly Recap. I'm Mitchell Kelsey, a financial advisor at Atlas Wealth Management. In this podcast, I look to provide short weekly recaps of what's been happening in financial markets and the broader economy and how this might impact on investors. So let's take a look at some of the notable events for the week ending Friday, February 3rd, 2023. It's definitely been a big week for financial markets with several, I guess, headline uh, events. Uh, probably the most notable this week was the U.S. Federal Reserve meeting for the first time in 2023 to make a decision on U.S. interest rates. So on early Thursday morning, Australia time, we had Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Fed, announced that the central bank in the US would be lifting the official cash rate by 25 basis points, so 0.25%, bringing the official interest rate in the US to 4.75%. I guess the basis um, for or the justification for this move was to just continue to combat against high inflation and the, the cost of living pressures in the United States. So the rate of inflation in the US is still high. It's it's currently 6.5% over, over the last 12 months and still remains well above the, I guess, the Fed's target, which is 2%. In terms of a market response in the United States, so there was an initial pullback in, in US equities uh, at the time the decision was made public. However, this was actually pretty much uh, short-lived as following the interest rate decision we we had Jerome Powell in his post meeting speech as he does after each interest rate decision in the US um, after his speech there was quite a significant lift in in risk sentiment um, and we actually saw the the Nasdaq closing two percent higher and the S and P five hundred about one point five percent higher to end the, the trading day so essentially um, what happens is yeah, Markets can respond to just commentary from from what the the Fed or that the chairman has has said, and in his post um, meeting speech, he made some comments around the inflation outlook. He said uh, he was quoted saying that the disinflation process has started, so that sort of gave investors some confidence in, in sort of taking some some more risk on, I guess. And after the the interest rate decision. We also saw US bond yields fall back uh, a fair bit on, on Thursday morning. So when I say bond yields fall, it just means that the price of US Treasury bonds uh, rose. So as bond investors, I guess, reassessed their, their expectations on future interest rates. Uh, staying with the, the US, we're also in the midst of US earnings season for the quarter ending December 2022. And some, some big names reported there earnings results this week yeah, and these these uh, include the likes of Apple, Amazon, Meta, so uh, Facebook's parent company and um, I guess starting with, with Apple, it reported sales and profits that although they did miss uh, Wall Street expectations, uh, which was mainly driven by weak iPhone sales after, uh, I mean, COVID lockdowns in, in China disrupted production of, of the iPhone uh, being the, the biggest company's seller, but the, the share is, is surprisingly still trading higher for the week, up about up about 3%. Uh, Amazon uh, reported, again, uh, sort of missed expectations as well, reported worse than expected profits, but its revenue uh, beat expectations. And this was mainly boosted by sales in North America businesses and mainly from their, their cloud computing unit, which is uh, Amazon Web Services. And its share price uh, this week is trading about 10% higher. 
look into Meta. Uh, so Meta posted better than expected earnings with uh, some really impressive uh, revenue results given the, the last 12 months it's, it's had. And shares in Meta uh, on, on Thursday, so pointed to gains as, as high as 20% uh, on Thursday. In the in the US, after Mark Zuckerberg slashed its its cost guidance, and he actually boasted that you know Facebook had now topped about two billion uh, daily active users. And in terms of you know looking to the the Nasdaq or, or the US, uh, the tech heavy US uh, share market, so US stocks really did continue to rally in, into Thursday. It's mostly been driven by Meta's results, and also uh, as you know traders sort of anticipate the Fed's tightening cycle maybe nearing its its peak. And if we look at what the, the NASDAQ uh, in terms of a, a price performance to, to Thursday, it's actually up 7% uh, since, since Monday. Now, looking elsewhere in the world, uh, we had other central banks also lifting their official interest rates this week uh, as, as the global fight, I guess the, the global fight against inflation continues. So on Friday morning, Australian time, we had the, the ECB, the European Central Bank, uh, it lifted its official cash rate by 50 basis points, and it takes its main interest rate to 3%. And I guess European equity markets digested this, this quite well, and it was really helped by commentary from the ECB president, Christine Lagarde, uh, saying that inflation risks in Europe are more balanced uh, right now. So another example of how, I guess, uh, a president of a, of a central bank sort of making comments can impact on equity sentiment. And uh, also, we, uh, staying on central banks, we had the Bank of England also raise their, their official bank rate uh, this week uh, on, on Friday. So they also increased their, their bank rate by 50 basis points. So it's been a massive week for, I guess, I guess global central banks. Uh, looking locally now in, in Australia, so on Tuesday, probably the most significant data or economic release we had was the retail sales data for the month of December. So this really just captures the increase or decrease in, in total turnover for, for retail goods such as food, you know, household goods, clothing, uh, accessories, uh, et cetera. Effectively, it's another economic gauge or indicator of uh, consumption here in Australia. And after 11 months of consecutive increases, it actually fell in the month of December by 3.9%, which uh, is, is a big number. And we, we actually had some, you know, economists had the, the consensus was a fall of about 0.3%. So you can see that it was, they were well off um, consensus there. And uh, I guess it's good for the, the flight, the fight against inflation, price to the price of um, goods and services as demand is, is sort of pulling, coming, coming off a, a little bit. And it's led to investors, it's led investors to lower their expectations, uh, I guess, for the level at which the reserve bank um, cash rate will, will peak at this year. And also sort of reduces the probability of back-to-back -back tightening in, in February and March. So right now, the, the markets are implying, a, I guess, an RBA terminal or peak cash rate of about 3.7% um, for, for 2023. Uh, and this would mean at least two more interest rate increases this year. Looking at the Australian dollar this year, it initially did fall on the retail sales report. I think it actually dipped below uh, 70 US cents at one point, uh, but it has since come back and remains around that, that US 71 cents mark today. The ASX 200, uh, looking at, I guess, the, the equity market indicator 
for the Australian market has been relatively flat this week and having risen only about 0.4% to, to Thursday. So although we can, although it has been relatively flat this week, I guess the, the retail sales that has been the, the main economic release this week, there hasn't been much else. Uh, however, we could probably expect some, I guess, some volatility, maybe some price swings scheduled around the, the time the RBA makes its next interest rate decision, which is on Tuesday next week. So looking looking to next week, uh, I mean, like I said, the, the RBA's interest rate decision on Tuesday will be will likely be the biggest agenda item. And in terms of a, an expected interest rate de- decision, most econ- uh, economists are still expecting a further hike of uh, 25 basis points. The main reason for, uh, I guess, this uh, consensus is that the core inflation, you know, after the core inflation numbers that we saw last week, uh, it, it still shows that inflation needs to come down to within the RBA's target range of, of 2 to 3%. While the, the recent sales report makes the case for a pause next week, it's it's unlikely uh, just because, you know, it's more likely that the RBA will want to see more consistent uh, downward trend in consumer spending before it considers a pause. But I guess, you know, support for a, a pause is definitely building among, uh, I guess, interest rate commentators and, uh, that's sort of the, the biggest item that we can sort of look to for, for next week. Uh, that's all I have for this week, guys. Uh, I hope that's sort of giving a good recap of what's happened in markets, uh, economies for the, for the week just been. And I'll be back next week for another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Uh, I'm Mitchell Kelsey from Atlas Wealth Management.